Well, this morning, I would like to speak directly to the church. If you are listening to this today and you are not part of the church, meaning you haven't uh, given your life to Jesus, you have not walked through the doors of the church and said, I want this, this Jesus guy to be my guide, to be my Lord. If you are listening today, then you might find what I have to say helpful and you might find it interesting. But specifically today, I'm speaking to the church. So church, listen up to what I have to say today. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15 says that as people who follow Jesus, as they believe that, that Jesus is the one that points us to God, that we as the church, we who believe in Jesus, we must be prepared to give an account for the hope that we have. That's what 1 Peter says, that we should be prepared to tell the world why we have hope in this world. It's like this is what it means to be part of, part of the Christian faith, is that we are to be able to tell people why we have hope. It's part of the expectation that is upon us as Christians. There's a world out there that's going to show interest in you. At some point in your life, they're going to show interest in you and ask you, why do you follow Jesus? Why do you follow him? And your job is to give a reason, to give an account for the reason why you follow Jesus as Lord in your life. Now, in a couple of weeks, we're going to hear a song by Zach Williams, and we're going to talk at that time about what it means to live a life that, that emulates Jesus, that follows Jesus. We're going to talk about what it is to, to live a life that looks like Jesus. But today, we're looking at why people follow Jesus and the hope that we have as Christians. And so here now is Mandisa singing, You Keep Hope Alive, which is this week's summer concert song.
Friends, Christians are people in this life who believe at the core of their being that Jesus is able to heal the brokenness that we see in the world all around us. We believe that we all have a God-sized hole in our hearts, and Jesus is the one that can fill that hole. And that is the hope that we have in this world. It's a hope that doesn't make sense to the rest of the world, but that is the hope that we have. It's a hope that allows you to have joy even in difficult times. It's a hope that allows you to have peace even when everything else seems to be in chaos. You have hope when the world out there seems hopeless and hope when inside you feel confused and lost and discouraged. For the Christian, we have hope that's not based on our circumstances. It's based in God who loves us more than we could ever, ever imagine. I don't know who's watching this or who's listening to this right now, but whoever you are, whether you're a member of this church, whether you're a member of some church, whether you are a person who's maybe checking out faith issues, or maybe you're a person who has no interest in faith at all, you just fell upon this service or you fell upon this podcast. It doesn't matter to me who you are, whoever's listening to this right now, whoever you are, I want to ask you this question. This is the question I want to ask. What is the reason that you have hope in this life? any hope at all? What is the reason that you have hope in this life? In 1965, a man named Martin Seglemann discovered the idea of learned helplessness. He was doing some studies and he found that animals, when they are subjected over and over and over to difficult situations that they could not control, eventually these animals, they just gave up. They stopped trying. They became passive and they became apathetic. These animals lost energy. They lost motivation. They became hopeless. And of course, the illustration continues on into the world of humanity. Humans are just like these animals. Human beings do the exact same thing. When you experience something that's overwhelming, overwhelming odds, when you get defeated time and time again, when there are circumstances outside your control that beat you down, you lose hope. I lose hope. We lose hope in those circumstances. Hopelessness can lead to depression. It can lead to anxiety. It can lead to mood disorders. And it can lead to ultimately just utter despair. We can lose hope in this life. Hope is essential because we all want our lives to be better. All of us. We want our lives to be better. We want to experience joy and fullness of life. Hope allows us to dream And it makes possible what our minds and what our hearts can imagine. Hope was an inherent part of being human. And it's hope that guides us through the rough and through the challenging times. We all want hope in our lives. But hope has to be grounded in something in order for it to be of any use to us. Right? It has to be grounded in something. Think about this. Have you ever heard someone say something like, I hope this happens, or I hope that happens. I hope I get this job. I hope she calls me. I hope that the diagnosis is good. We say things like, I hope this, or I hope that. But when we say we hope, what is our hope being placed into? What is our hope being placed into? Recently, I was speaking to some young adults who've grown up after 9-11. They're post-9-11 young adults. And what I found is, as I listened to them, as we talked about their worldview, uh, they were sharing with me that their worldview was very different from people that I know, including myself, who were born before 9-11, 
who grew up in a world that saw what life was like before 9-11. For them, uh, these young adults, for them, the world they've known has always been uh, marked. It's been embroiled by terror and by war. They've been uh, victims of economic downturn and economic crisis and fear everywhere they look. It's hard to see hope when all you ever have and all you've ever known is a constant state of flux and disarray. Your world is always outside of your control and you feel beaten down by that world and you're in a constant state of anxiety. That's the world that young people are growing up with today, post 9-11. And if this is your experience over and over and over, long enough, you lose hope. Hope becomes something that is unseen. It's, it's unheard of. It's an untouchable reality. For these young people and for so many others, hope is reduced to a belief like, well, I hope everything's okay. Or, or I hope, I don't really know, so I'm just going to throw good thoughts out there and, and maybe something good will happen. That's how hope is defined in this kind of a world. That doesn't sound like hope to me. That sounds like a wish. That, that's a wish, a wing and a prayer. And a wish isn't something that you could hold on to. A wish is not something you can hold on to. In the church, we are taught that hope is found in the person of Jesus Christ. In the song that you heard this morning, "Keep Hope, uh, You Keep Hope Alive, Mandisa, she sang these words. She sang, the days may be darkest, but your light is greater. You light our way. God, you light our way. When evil is rising, you rise higher with power to save, with power to save. These are words for the church and for any who are in this world looking for hope. With hands lifted up, we're not wishing that something might happen. When days are dark, we are celebrating that even in the dark days, God's light is brighter. Even in the dark days, God's light is brighter. Even when we see that evil is on the rise in the world all around us, God rises higher with the power to save. Death had a stronghold, but Jesus was stronger. He rose from the grave and he beat death. This is our hope in life. In the book of Romans, the apostle Paul wrote to the early church of Rome, and among a variety of topics, he spoke to them, and he spoke to them and shared with them about hope. And, and here in chapter 15, verse 13, he says this, he says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Friends, what is your reason for hope? Do you have hope in a person? Do you have hope in humanity or in circumstances or in things that are outside of your control? Do you hope that just by chance maybe something will work out in your life? Hope, true hope, is found in God, who is the source of our hope. And the church has been given the gift of God's presence with us every day. The Holy Spirit is with us and we learn to trust God. We, we completely learn to trust God and, and, and as we do that, we are filled completely with joy and with hope. And this is where the church places its hope. 
at the outset of this message, I said to you that I was speaking to the church today. I'm speaking to you, church, this morning. Part of your job, if you are a person who says that Jesus is Lord, is to be prepared to give an answer for why you have hope in this world. What is the reason for the hope that you have? Hopefully you can say, I have hope, not because the world is getting better, because it's not. And you're not saying, I have hope because I'm getting better or because people are getting better, because I'm not, and you're not. See, we can say that we have hope, hope because God accepts me, and God accepts you. God accepts us, and he forgives us when we make mistakes. And we're all on a journey. We make mistakes. We are works in progress. When we were at our lowest points, God still loved us. He still reached out to us. He still does that even now. He reaches to us in our lowest points. I have hope because being right with God isn't up to me. It's up to him. It's up to Jesus. It's up to Jesus. And Jesus says, I am accepted. And so are you. That's the hope that we have. When someone asks you, why do you have hope? The church's response is, I have hope because of Jesus. He died for me. He loves me unconditionally. And I have hope of life eternal with him. This is what we hold on to. This is what gets us through the challenging times. Years ago when I was a teenager, I listened to a variety of different music. And uh, one of the songs I remember was uh, a Pentecostal uh, musician named Carmen. He was um, all the rage at the time. And he had a hit song called The Champion. Recently, my kids and I, we, I put the, the show on, or I put the, the, the song on for them, and we played it. And it was one of the hokiest videos I think I've ever seen. We all got a really good laugh. But I always loved this song. I loved the message that this song uh, portrayed. As, as Carmen, the, the lead singer, he was portraying this, this Rocky-like fight between the devil, between Satan and Jesus. And so the bell goes off and the music is going and, and there's this boxing match in his song and it's, it's kind of going back and forth and, and Jesus and, and the devil are squaring off blow for blow, going back and forth. And at one point in the song, uh, the devil lands some blows and Jesus is knocked down, down to the mat, down to the mat indicating that he's been knocked down. And the, the devils erupt and the demons erupt and, and the, the Satan is, is thinking he's won. And so they're all cheering and they're celebrating but then there's this countdown towards the final moment of the match. And when the announcer gets to 10, as he counts down to 10, Jesus is standing up and he has won the fight. He has won the victory. He has beaten uh, Satan. The, the crowd goes crazy. They cheer. The music erupts into celebration. And Jesus is named the champion. He has conquered the devil. He has conquered death. When we learn to live with this truth guiding our lives, hope fills our lives. Hope fills us because hope rests not in circumstances that we have in our daily life, but hope rests on God's shoulders, squarely on his shoulders. Hope has to be grounded in something for us to be any use to us, and hope finds its source in God. When you believe that Jesus is your champion, you will overflow with joy and you will overflow with hope and that hope will be contagious. So ask yourself, what is the reason for my hope? Think about the lyrics to the song we heard this morning. Celebrate that death had a stronghold, but 
God is stronger. Jesus rose from the grave showing that nothing, not even the power of death, can keep you from God. And so when you feel hopeless this week, and we live in a broken world, so there may be times this week where you are feeling hopeless. When you feel that way, remember this. There is hope in the morning. There is hope in the evening. No matter what you face this week, there is hope because Jesus is alive. Amen. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for the gift of this message. I thank you for the hope that is within us, that we have because of who Jesus is and for what he has done. Lord, teach us how to live, understanding that you are our champion, that you have beaten down anything that could keep us from you, and help us to walk in that truth today and every day. And we pray this all today in Jesus' name. Amen.